This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to fubarradio.com for more details. You're listening to the best of Fubar Radio. Hello, I am Daniel and I'm covering for Doc and Hugh. And I'm here with Nick Helm. Is that how you're going to do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This oh, slowly. Because wow. <laughs> that way I have less questions so I can really spread out this interview. That's really good. Yeah, You've no got worries. 40 minutes with me. So, uh, let's, cool. let's so that's about it. three questions. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Uh, thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. How are yeah, you? I'm, I'm not too bad, actually. I'm not too bad. Um, where are you coming from? Where am I coming from? Mm-hmm. Around the corner. Oh, okay. What's around the corner? That's where I live. I live, yeah. yeah. Nice. I live uh, really near. I'm one, of, I'm one of those guests where you can call me at the last minute and if I've got nothing on, I can come in. That's, Although that's I have been busy, haven't I? Have you? Oh, where have yeah, you been yeah, there? I've been in hot... You've been asking me a lot and uh, and this is like one of the only... And they said, what, Daniel Taylor's there? <laughs> Daniel Taylor? I said, of course I'll be there. Yeah, obviously, because you love me, right? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Oh. Like ca- career-wise. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> there you go. I was, I, was, I was cleaning my bath earlier. <laughs> um, well, I, I, well I did, I, I've had quite a busy year. Um, I did I, I did a tour in the autumn, a little tour, a minor tour. A, mi- yeah, <laughs> a uh, minor tour. Yeah, got, got lost in a labyrinth. Um, <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so we just went around the north of England, which I hadn't done. I hadn't done any touring before, so it's, it was really nice. That was really nice. And then I don't know. Oh, I'm just. I've been writing. I'm writing oh. some TV stuff. And nice, that's nice. Good. And, uh, yeah, it's just lots of lots of little things. Nice. Yeah, uh, they're not that little. They're yeah, right. they're quite big. Because you did live at the Apollo the other day. Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I read <laughs> what you said about it, and then I watched it today. Yeah. And it looks like you did amazingly well. Like honestly, like well, on a performance level. Yeah, and I, it looks Thank incredible. You. Like Thank it you. looks. Oh, well, I brilliant. think. I, I, well, I think that because um, I sing. What did I sing? Don't fall in love with me on that. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, I think that's almost like the. I think that's almost the best I've ever sung anything. I'm telling. It's just. <laughs> But it was such a. Cause I was so relieved by that point because there was like a, a, a click track to sing over, but um, you know you couldn't hear the silence. <laughs> but like, um, but so I was singing. So so I think the song was really good, and I think that like from a performance level, I think yeah. that, you, you know you, you couldn't tell that I was I was having a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was good. It's funny, like we did one of those, and they did an amazing job. They did an amazing job, like putting putting it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. I think that's the beauty of those that's shows. That's the thing that pissed me off about the chortle thing because it looked like I was starting a fight. But in actual fact, I, no, it wasn't so much that. I, I mean, I to be honest, read I, haven't, much, I haven't read it. Um, yo, yeah, no, I'm just assuming the absolute worst. <laughs> no, they literally just said that you said that you had the worst gig of your life and you divided the audience. And then it also spoke about like yeah, half, a thousand people audience. leaving. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, I, I, that's ridiculous for a start. A thousand people <laughs> yeah. never leave. But then the other thing is when we were filming uh, Live at the Electric, mm. um, uh, I think recording start of that. The recording of that started at seven thirty, and then uh, by the time the band was on, what would happen was they'd do all of the do all of the um, all of the sketches that were live, mm. and they'd project sketches on the back of the screen to get the audience reaction and laughter for it. Yeah. Right, so they'd do that, and then um, they'd finish the show, and then there'd be like fifteen minutes where they set up the band, and then the band would come out, and I'd come out to do my live at the electric record. And um, and while I was on stage, everyone left. 
Do you know what I mean? Oh, because because we were on about ten thirty, ten forty, when and we, that was in the middle of Shepherd's Bush, so so everyone gets up and leaves and gets the last tubes <laughs> yeah. home. Meanwhile, like if you zoom in, you can see my dreams dying in my eyes. <laughs> but like the live at the electric was a really tough gig for us because because uh, we we had to go on last every time, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. had to do we had to do each song twice uh, so that they could get multiple camera angles. So that was really tough. It's just one of those things. I mean, it's like a non-news event, really. Yeah, I mean, I think all those gigs are... I remember me and Eric doing Ginger and Black. We did one of those years ago, and it was for a show on Paramount. And the guy just said to us, like, this is not... Like, don't treat it... It's a stand-up gig, but it's not going to go as well as a stand-up gig. And he just explained, because we were on a list of, like, 20 comedians, everyone doing 10 minutes. No one wants to sit through that much comedy in one evening. So by the end, anyone that was on the tail end, we were all right because we were early on, but everyone at the tail end just got complete silence, loads of people left. But everyone had to kind of go out, tits and teeth, so it could still look good on camera. Yeah, but you making telly. I mean, but also, interestingly, when um, when I did Heavy Entertainment, the first perform, the very first gig was the Dreams episode that I did on that, mm. and that was probably the best gig I've ever had in my entire life. Really, but it was really difficult to edit. And then the and that we filmed that on a Tuesday, and then on the Friday we filmed the War episode, which was the audience were hot, they were drunk, they were tired. <laughs> it was just, it was, and it was just impossible. It was just a really difficult gig to film. Yeah, like, yeah. But, but in the edit it was easy because you could just like piece, piece it all together a lot yeah, easier yeah, yeah. so like, you know it doesn't it's, but it's the difference between seeing something like you can't in terms of like what we do I mean doing a live event you can't really beat it but do, you know be, not having from a performance point of view not having the pressure of uh, this gig having to count because yeah. you're filming it you yeah, know, yeah, yeah you know and just being able to go out and enjoy it I mean live is always better I mean, yeah, 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 to, yeah. To, to, to performing on TV but I mean yeah, I, it, it's tricky. If you can somehow like adapt it so the cameras are secondary, so you do try your best to set up as much as a gig as possible and try and have cameras move around it without unsettling it too much, it can work a bit. But some of those shows is where you kind of have to stop halfway through because they got a repo and yeah. you've got someone else coming in to tell jokes to kind of keep everyone fresh. Yeah, the and then you come back on. Yeah, 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 and all of that. That's the word, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that stuff. And I think that sometimes can slow down the pace of things and make it... Uh, feel stuttery, but yeah. at, the, at the same time, you know. Yeah, yeah, but that, but that's t- but and also uh, when we did live at the electric, not live at the Apollo, but live at the electric. There's a huge, there was a huge kind of like gap between the stage and the audience where you've got all these cameras in between. So it's yeah. like a, you've got like a trench in between you and them. So there's even that's, that's removed. Yeah. So you're so you're basically are performing for the cameras and the audience are kind of like almost like a prop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is unfortunate, but it's for the people at home, really. Yeah, exactly. But, but the skill is to do it for the people in the room and the people at home, and kind of like make sure that everyone gets something out and of it. Balance it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. What else? I heard that you've got a Christmas single. I do. I've got a Christmas EP coming out, which is <laughs> come on, Nick, get a move on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah. We we oh, this is it's not a problem. <laughs> I'm not, it's out of my hands. I recorded it. I finished it. It's going uh, basically. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a Christmas gig next week on the Monday the 21st cool. and Where's um, that? that's uh, at the Ho-Ho Theatre that Bob Slayer runs over in Bank okay. um, and I haven't been there in a while so I can't really remember how to get there or what it looks like <laughs> or anything like that but I'm, I'm looking forward to that that's going to be good and at the end of it we're kind of like going to um, 
we've got some CDs and stuff to do, but then we're releasing it on uh, on iTunes this week at no, some point. But no. we're just trying to f- sort. Such a fucking ball <laughs> I've done everything that I can possibly do. It's out of my hands now, and now we're just waiting for uh, to, for the little details to be sorted out. Who, so who so, so are you? Do you do your own stuff, or are you part of a record label or anything like that? Do I do all, all my, I do all my own stuff at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, no one's ever asked me if. <laughs> If uh, uh, yeah, the, no, but I always thought that it's that if you can do it yourself because you are able to because you go out you perform you do all your live stuff and so on and so forth that means that you are able to that why would you then give it to a record label because they can, can do yourself. they can do a bigger job for you I mean they can get you out into a, like a, a larger audience yeah um, but I I don't know but would you struggle. It, because you've got such expert, because you you know you do Uncle, you've got heavy entertainment, you gig live, and then you've done live at the Apollo. You've done all these things. So in a sense that I wouldn't, I would have thought that you wouldn't necessarily need a record label to put stuff out there. And it's so many people are putting it in their own hands now. You know when people are put, putting out their own DVDs and stuff like that. I think it's I think it, it, it works both ways. It'd be nice. It's nice to think that you've got someone looking after you and kind of like doing that but, it, but it, I mean we, we self-produced I'm really proud of my last album or, or my first album Hot and Heavy nice. I think that's a yeah, great that album yeah that came out this year it uh, came out no it came out two years ago oh I'm, I'm, I've not done my facts um, but um, <laughs> but um, I've got yeah so the new one is coming out next year so we're doing an album launch at the uh, at the forum in Kentish Town nice nice Gulp. <laughs> big gig um, quite a bit can so we talk I'm, about what the single's called because you haven't mentioned what it's actually called yet Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Sorry, I'm. I'm well, <laughs> so, uh, so it's an EP. It's got four tracks on it. Okay. Uh, it's got um, the main. The main track is. Uh, it's kind of like a double single. So it's got. Um, uh, it's got. Uh, I'm so depressed, which is no, my which is my Christmas crazy. song. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole thing, the whole EP is called Nick Helms' single for Christmas because it's a pun. Do you get it? <laughs> um, it works on two levels. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, so Nick Helms' single for Christmas. So the, the first song is called I'm so depressed, which is my favourite thing that I've written uh, for Christmas. <laughs> and then uh, the the other the other song is uh, There ain't no motherfucking Santa Claus. <laughs> Um, and then there's two other there's two other songs on there. One of them's called Boxing Day, which I did uh, on a Radio One special a few years ago. And the other one is called uh, Christmas is a Time, uh, and it's got basically Christmas is a time for forgiving and forgiving. You know, so that's really clever. But um, the other day I listened to uh, Mistletoe and Wine uh, by Cliff Richard, and uh, that's one of the lines in there. And I've gone, oh man, I thought I was a fucking genius. And Cliff Richard came up with it 30, 30 years ago. So it's just like, so I'll downplay that. Nobody listens to Foo Bar Radio. So I'll, I'll, downplay, I'll downplay that a bit. But yeah. Uh, do we have it? Do we actually have it? Can we, uh, um, I've got my mate. He's sending it to me, so I can forward it, and then maybe you yeah, can and we cut can play it, it later. into your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think, uh, about it. think about it. And uh, <laughs> Uncle. Uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, series yeah. three. Series three. I can't believe it. it's great. It's great. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So, so we open on the grave of Bruce. Oh, and oh. Uh, that's the character you play, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. And, okay. uh, <laughs> I'm very excited about it. It's, oh, okay. uh, it really kicks things off with you, a bang. Why was that decision made? Why? Uh, I just because I don't know. It wasn't working out, mate. Oh, okay. Oh, that's a- <laughs> 
That's a shame. Well, thanks for coming in. No, that's um, all right. That's all right. No, I don't know anything about it because, because uh, uh, as I've said numerous times, I don't write it. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, Uncle Series Three is coming out. They, they just announced that recently, so that's yeah. that, that's good. Uh, but we're filming next summer. No, no, no. I know <laughs> none of this. We're filming next summer, so don't book a holiday yet. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, and I think the reason we're filming next summer is because uh, we get the kid cheaper. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. If we, if we get him during this summer I, holiday. I, <laughs> it's just like they were like, oh, oh, he'll enjoy it. It's just like, oh fuck off. <laughs> he hasn't got a holiday. <laughs> it's weird, like his hours, like they try and organise it so he doesn't work too much. But because he still has to have schooling whilst we film. <laughs> He works the hardest out of any one of us. No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, no, well, you say that. I mean, every time he's not filming, like he has to go and then yeah. like study algebra and whatnot. I yeah. can't think of anything worse. But every time I'm not filming, I have to make small talk with you. <laughs> that's, I mean, which is but that's a pleasure, though, isn't it? That's a, that's a real pleasure. That's what you do it for. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's why right. you keep bringing me back for each series, yeah, even right. though you don't write no, it. No, I don't write it. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. yeah. so, Bruce. <laughs> Uh, so what kind of stuff are you writing at the moment? Um, I'm writing two uh, sitcom pilots, which I don't think I can really talk about. And, okay, cool. uh, I'm writing... Um, so, so the gig that we're doing at the Forum, basically, that's going to be like this huge rock show with um, uh, like basically every single song that I've ever written. <laughs> like, done end to end, with no talking in between and just, just smashing it out. And, uh, and that'd be good. I did something similar in Edinburgh a couple of years ago, but um, we, we're going to really go for it and have like production values to this one okay. so although that was that was actually uh, that was pretty high production values yeah. uh, which is good we did it at the Pleasance a couple of years ago and we just borrowed everything from all of the all of the uh, other shows that are on at the moment so there's kind of like a Cuban sort of salsary kind of uh, show that was on at the Pleasance and we just they stole their set and used it um, so this time we'd, uh, so there's going to be like pyro and, yep. and uh, costume yeah, changes and stuff like that it's going to be yeah with a full band it's going to be brilliant we've got a full band with uh, my with my bass player uh, who's called Ben Ellis and oh. he's also Iggy Pop's bass player. Really? Yeah, I know. <laughs> My God. So like, he left me, and then he, he did heavy entertainment, and then he got a job working for Iggy Pop. And he goes, Oh yeah, well. <laughs> so, uh, so he's desperate to come back to me. Um, so yeah, so that, so that's so so we're putting that show together. We'll be putting that show together in the new year, and then I'm also writing kind of like more of a theatre show, which is kind of like, um, which is, which is what I've basically been touring. But um, I haven't quite finished it off, and the idea is to do something that's a little bit more small scale. The, uh, what what do you mean, like a play? No, it's like, but it's like stand up. It's like a, it's like a, it's like well, it's not really a play. It's not really theatre, but it's more theatrical. Oh, okay, it's, it's okay. like theatrical stand up, where, where where I want to have lighting and, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and mood music. And yeah, but it's not. Causes. It's not quite. It's not like it's not quite Daniel Kiss. <laughs> but it's, uh, but it's, 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 it's aiming. It's aiming to do. It was before I start. Before I did stand up, I, I used to write theatre and I used to um, take take shows up to Edinburgh, you know, plays and stuff. Mm. And um, and so it's kind of. And then when I first started, kind of like going over to doing stand up, my shows were a lot smaller and a lot less technical. And I kind of miss that because you end up just. 
it ends up being sort of like getting to a point where how much bigger is can you get and you yeah, can't really yeah. so I wanted to go back and do something a bit smaller but I think that that'll be something that I work on in the second half of the year and then oh, there's okay. these two TV pilots album coming out next year EP coming out before Christmas Bloody I've yeah. got another album in the works that I've started writing that we're gonna we've so we did uh, this album has taken like a year because you know I work with a guy called Andy Jones uh, who's, who does the music on Uncle as well mm-hmm. and uh, and so I'll write a song and I'll take it into him, and I'll play it for him, and then he'll make it sound amazing. Um, and um, uh, and I also worked with a guitarist called Jamie Spencer Smith, and uh, he was in Heavy Entertainment as well, and he's done everything with me. And um, yeah, so basically the idea is that what we do is we go into a studio, and I come in with this thing, and then Andrew produces the fuck out of it, and you know Jamie plays the guitar on it, and it's all you know, but it's a slow process. Yeah. So the idea for this. I shouldn't really be talking about the, the album after the next one coming up, but the idea, <laughs> but the idea for the one after this one is to do it kind of like like a live band, where we set the band up in the studio and then we do it sort of all the way through, okay. and it would hopefully be a bit of a quicker process, but also give it a different sound so that it's more, uh, you know, little mistakes in there as well. Yeah. So. But um, but the next album, the the the, the album that's coming out next, uh, it's going to be called. Uh, this is the world exclusive. No, Not told. Well, should I say? Because uh, yeah, it might change. On, no, it's, it might change, but at the moment it's called Nick Helm's fucking. Nick Helm is fucking amazing, <laughs> and nice. um, and uh, and it's brilliant. Like I'm really really proud of it. There's some new stuff on there, and there's some duets on there, and I've got kind of like a lot of guests uh, guests on there. Oh, it's only because you know I'm part of a musical double act, and you've never. No, I, but I don't rate you. So um, I, really? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that's true. I think you've seen her perform live, and you fucking love her. I mean, Emmy's good. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. she plays the music and sings. She's amazing. Yeah, she's great. But I'm, I'm, I'm good she as well. Just, she, I know she, she glimmers. Yeah, do you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I'm also yeah, no, because we kind of come as a pair. Yeah, because it's ginger it's and black. So we're kind of weird. So, I mean, right. you know, one day she may sue you. The damages. <laughs> Cheers. No, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I used to yeah, put, out, I used to put yeah. out. I used to put out chairs for you, didn't I? <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I, uh, I used to. I used to gig at Stella Cellar, and you were on. And uh, I used to put out chairs in the audience, and, uh, and I used to do the tech. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was before I did stand up. Or maybe I just started doing stand up. You never told me this. No, I've told you multiple no, times. No, you have not. Do you remember Stella Seller? Yeah, Stella with Ratner. Stella with the big hair and yeah, yeah. she used to be a Blue Peter. Stuart, Stuart Miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, someone's tapping at their watch, so I've got to kick you off. I've uh, got to go. Yeah, yeah you got to leave. You're you not kicking finish. me off. I'm leaving yeah, you. Yeah, you've got to go finish cleaning your bath. Um, thank you so much for coming down thank you for having me uh, and I hope all the things that you are doing there's too many to list so I'm not going to go through them but I hope they go amazingly well thank looking you very forward much. to coming into your studio to go on one of your songs as well uh, and I'll see you next summer for Uncle uh, that might happen it will happen Uncle will happen but it yeah. might happen that you yeah. come in no, and guess well, me. you've yeah, never expressed in. any interest in me before today well <laughs> it's almost like you've turned it on specifically for the microphone a little bit well thanks for coming in Nick Helm um, it's lovely having you and uh, I'll see you soon see you soon Daniel bye bye you're listening to the best of FUBAR radio every time that gets me to be fair there that little go. guitar riff at the end is that why there's a little tear in your eye 
Yeah. <laughs> Welling up. Well, that could be the reason, but it could also be no. that we've just been joined in the studio by none other than Alan Fletcher, Yay! aka Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. Yeah. Hey. Yes. Lovely. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Live and Loud, Alan. Yeah. Great to be here. Ooh. Absolutely. Um, Again, is this a career highlight? Absolutely. This is my second time here at, at your station. And, uh, you know, I, I actually said to the publicist when I was coming over six months ago, I said, do what you can. She said, I don't think they'll have you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they didn't know. They didn't know how, what bigger fans of Neighbours we were. We were like, yeah, there we go. Um, so everyone's dreams are, are, are here now. Um, we, we have been, we've been running a little kind of... Uh, I don't know, just a, a, a poll, if you like, with our yeah. listeners, for what um, theme tune they like better, obviously. Oh. Neighbours. Yeah. I, I can see you tapping your leg at this point yeah. as oh, well. I can't stop never myself. Gets old, never gets old. <laughs> or, <laughs> this might be a bit like Voldemort for you, you know, though who, sh- though who shouldn't be mentioned, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, oh. he, his face has gone action. <laughs> that's horrible. Well, that's like water torture. <laughs> and he's got that face on that. He's just stopped, stepped in dog doo doo. Wishy washy theme. Is that, is that what, genuinely, what life's like for you now? Have you ever seen a home and away actor? Do you just go straight for the jugular? Like, no, I have, to, I have to say that uh, uh, they're, great, they're always great pals. In fact, I'm going to go and see Lynn McGranger in Panto this year at, oh, New- right. at Newark. So. We're great pals for many, many years. But I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. I have never seen a complete episode of Home and Away. Oh, gosh. Really? <laughs> never. Yeah. I, I, I started one, but then I had to make a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it like uh, supporting two different sports teams? Yeah, no. Look, we, love, we love those guys, and it's a great show. Um, you know, it, it's actually on... I think just before us on Channel 5. Mm. It's a great show. It's a wonderful export from Australia and it's kind of, you know, always going to rival Neighbours in terms of how long. It'd be really interesting to see, actually, because Neighbours has done just a little bit longer than yeah, Home and yeah, Away yeah. and we're kind of hoping that, that, that we'll always keep going and stay ahead of them. You know, it'd be awful for us to finish and then watch them slowly <laughs> yeah. over- overtake us, you know. <laughs> Chipping away with yeah. some standard yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, absolutely. That's like the Man U Liverpool divide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get closer Uh, who's going to get to fourth Um, so Mm. another moment um, which I have been told to discuss uh, my friend said he met you in Melbourne once you were playing a gig which we'll talk about in a second um, and he said he was talking to you and um, you said have a good good night he said you'll remember him that was five years ago yeah of course how is he he's he's still alright because he he wasn't all that well when I saw him no he wasn't he has lost his hair since (laughs) Uh, so if you're listening <laughs> uh, we're all laughing at your expense. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, you said you're a top bloke. So. Yeah, oh, that's very nice. Yeah, the um, one of the things I enjoy the most about the job I do is actually meeting the people who watch the show. Mm. Uh, you know, it's 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 easy enough to make a show and forget. What, what it means to people when you actually get out and meet people yeah. and sort of go hey I'm actually doing something worthwhile here it's brilliant I mean uh, the thing is about Neighbours and Home and Away that's 
that's actually like certainly um, when we were growing up it was a bigger show in England than it actually was in Australia isn't yeah. it like because when I went over there a lot of like my auntie lives in Australia she's like we don't actually watch Neighbours or Home and Away <laughs> but over here everyone knows what Neighbours and Home and Away is and she wanted to watch EastEnders and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of the most recognisable kind of theme tunes as well as, it as is. well as programmes it is yeah well of course you're in the, in the, the, the halcyon days you know, we, mm. I mean I think I think the Kylie Jason wedding mm. <clears throat> you say like 19 million Britons watching which mm. is like a third of the population almost at the time oh we were all there yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's still uh, well, just recently we had a big story on the show where there was a fire at the school and, and suddenly because you know Channel 5 put a lot of work into, into setting that up it, suddenly mm. the ratings just had this huge spike which is fantastic mm. after all these years that people were coming back to the show well yeah. well, well by you saying that actually because uh, Neighbours is the last episode of the year is on the 18th of December right yeah and then it returns again on the 4th of January on Channel 5. Yeah. At 1.45 to, and again at 5.30. Um, and, but this is, but uh, the most interesting thing, though, the first, uh, this is like going to be the first time ever that the nation's favourite soap, Neighbours... No, this is ours, favourite right. soap. <laughs> it's going to be broadcast on the, at the same time yep. as... It's straight the same day, brilliant. Uh, it's always because we've always been behind. I know it's, it's, only, it's only two weeks. It drives me nuts. Yeah, I was still behind because I sit there. <laughs> I, I, I send a tweet, you know, in Australia, going, "Hey guys, tonight on Neighbours got this fantastic thing." And then all, everyone in the UK goes, "You know, no fair, spoiler, ruined it yeah. for me." Yeah, I'm, I'm just connecting my skybox, <laughs> and then or I do. I wait two weeks, tweet in the UK, and then all the Aussies tweet me back, going, "Where have you been?" Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> bless him, he's losing it. Yeah. <laughs> So now, Come on, Cole. <laughs> you meant to be a doctor. <laughs> this prescription's old. Yeah. Oh, he is old. Um, yeah, so it'd be brilliant. It, it brings all the fans together. Means that, you know, and, and, and it takes all that spoiler thing out, and it'd be brilliant. Really good. Awesome. Looking forward to that yeah. very much. So. It's, it's never, it's never nice when things get spoiled for you. It's like, ugh. no, true. Although, mm. if you like my wife, she well, I sit down and watch a TV show with her, and she pulls out the computer. I said, "What are you doing?" She said, "I'm just finding out what happens in the end." Oh, I get people like that in my life. They, I, I just can't get it. They're like, no. just tell me what happens. Yeah. Well, no, why would you do that? Because then you're just going to be like, oh, that's not very good. You know haven't seen hate, it. They, some people hate surprises, and so that's, they feel the urge yeah. to kind of just like have a look. And it's like, what? Well, I suppose if you look at the end and go, oh, no, that doesn't sound any good to me, you can save yourself two hours. <laughs> so what's it like, like playing a this kind of the same character for such a long period? Because, I mean, obviously the character grows a bit, but yeah. it is essentially the same character. Well, it's interesting you say that because he... It's kind of like it. I reckon if you watched an episode of when he first arrived and how he is now, you'd sort of go, well, it's a different bloke, you know. Right. Um, because he, over time, people do change, but yeah. he's evolved in all these wonderful directions. And, yeah. you know, now he's, he's turned into a bit of a doddering old silly go, you know, <laughs> galoot <laughs> these days. He's, he's a bit of a nit. And, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, going from that, what was, what's your favourite thing? Living your life or living the life as cop? Well... <laughs> I, I, my, I prefer living my life, <laughs> to be perfectly frank. But, uh, you don't want to see what Carl's like now. Yeah, but, 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 but playing Carl is like golden fun, you know, really, because he does some stupid things. Uh, I mean, this year, my favourite thing is I, Carl finds, in a, in a box in his house, he finds a scratchy ticket that he hadn't scratched. Nice. Yeah, so he scratches it, $7,000. Wow. Wow, he's lucky. So he's going around town telling everyone he's won $1,000 and he's, he's, he's having the best day of his life. He loses the ticket. See, it's what I was talking about earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he loses the ticket, he retraces his steps, goes to Toadie's house uh, where he thinks he might have oh. left it, but Toadie is hosting a naturalist's lunch so that everyone's <laughs> nude. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the only way he can find his ticket is to nude up, go inside, and he finds it stuck to Tony's bum. Oh, boy. Now, it doesn't get sillier than that, and that's all I love. That, that sounds good. I need to watch that one. That's, typical that's day on set, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be broadcast on the Neighbour After Hours on the channel. Ep- episode 7000. <laughs> and obviously you've also got the same family, obviously like you're married to Susan and, yep. it, and mm. long-running like relationship there as yeah, well. Yeah, well, we've known each other. We played brother and sister on a show in the early 80s, right? Mm. And... Uh, we had just stuck a, had a great rapport then and mm. uh, loved working with each other and then so all these years later we, we came together to work on Neighbours and from day one it's been the same just like complete rapport love working with each other we laugh at the same things mainly sort of mm. you know you know, fart jokes really, <laughs> and uh, and we have the same sort of style, thing about acting and style of acting and so forth. So it works really, really well. It's just been a wonderful relationship. Fantastic. Mm. Now, anyone who comes on the show, you might not know, but uh, we basically are renowned for asking the big questions. Big questions. Absolutely big, big questions. The big right. questions. We even have. A big question. Yeah, 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 just in case you didn't get it from what we said. Uh, So, basically, um, these are the big questions that other interviewers just, I don't know, maybe too afraid to ask, you know. Uh, These are massive career-defining questions. Do you think you're going to be up to that level to um, deal with that today? I'm actually very frightened yeah. because uh, you know, I, I, I was, well, I was, I'm, I'm prepared to give it a go but you know, I could crumble this could be the moment I crumble it could be yeah, it could yes, be it. we're going to have to tread on anyway aren't we I know well uh, we don't have any sympathy I'm afraid yeah. <laughs> um, we, right first, first big question um, we didn't uh, discuss earlier but you are actually in a band as well as acting correct um, at, called Waiting Room correct check them out guys so here comes the question if you could collaborate with any artist in the world, alive or dead, who would it be? Oh. Bruce Springsteen. Ooh. Yeah. Straight in there. Well, I just, I just saw that actually on Twitter for that Bruce Springsteen apparently is working on a new project without the E Street Band. It's, it's with me, actually. I can, yeah. reveal, I can reveal that now. It's, and it's a remix of the Neighbours theme Neighbours with the boss. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, tell you, I tell you who my favourite musician is. And the person I've always looked up to is Elvis Costello. I think he, for me, he he defined everything. You know, mm. that I love punk and, mm. and every style of music he's done. So, yeah, Elvis, Elvis and Bruce Springsteen were big staples in my life. Decent, but you'd go for Bruce over Elvis. I go for Bruce because uh, I, I, you know I've just seen Bruce a few a few, few yeah. times recently, and I think uh, Wrecking Ball was a great album and. Uh, Right, mm-hmm. I think it's because he does big rock out sell out gigs rather than Elvis more intimate gigs. You want to fill the stage? <laughs> want, the all the right, you've got me. I want an arena, all right? I want an arena. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with you, Elvis. You're doing good work. Um, you got a big question, I know. Yeah, we got another big question for you now, Carl. Being a being an actor for so long, obviously you you feel as if you you've earned your craft and you've learnt loads of things on the way but is there a role that you wish you got the opportunity to play ah well I, I must say I actually uh, I work on a thing called the Shakespeare Republic back in Australia and we do mm. monologues Shakespeare monologues and I would love to do uh, the Scottish play uh, the, you know, Shakespeare's the uh, Scottish play make, oh you had to say it didn't you oh sorry um, and uh, I'd love to do that on what's fi- happened to the lights on, on <laughs> film <laughs> on film <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd love to do some Shakespeare on film it's brilliant Awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. awesome. They just did a remake, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They've done King Charles or something, it, with um, Fassbender. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's knocking about in there. So, there you go. Uh, here's another big question. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, well, <laughs> obviously, you've been with Susan for a long time on <laughs> uh, Neighbours. If you could pick an actress to play a new love interest for Carl, any actress, who would it be? Well... I think it would probably have to be Liz Hurley, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's always been. I've always had a bit of a, a thing for Liz. Okay. Are, are you listening? Are you listening out there, Liz? You can't see because obviously it's radio, but um, Dr. Carl's eyes just went vacant there. <laughs> they looked like he was just recalling a lot of a lot of memories. Seems to be taking off his cardigan as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually feeling quite like, I'm actually it feeling quite hot and hot, hot and <laughs> <laughs> Again, Liz Hurley, if you are listening. <laughs> Which is likely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's always calling up to be fair under oh. pseudonyms. Um, excellent. <laughs> right. Uh, Time for another big question. <laughs> right. You've been on Neighbours, the, the, the awesome salt, for so many years, but are you an awesome neighbour in real life? I really think I am, except. Someone stuck a note in my letterbox the other night saying, your dog barked all night and kept me awake. <laughs> so I don't think I am. <laughs> no, I am an awesome neighbour. If I mow my front, front lawn, my yeah. strip, I always run the mower over the neighbour's front strip. Yeah. yeah. Does it, do they ask? No. Do you take, they just say you <laughs> and, then, and then they stick a note in my letterbox going, stop mowing my lawn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are and you that guy that takes out his rubbish a bit yeah. too late or leaves it out too early? And yeah. then just no, but to be honest, street. I live in an awesome street where everyone does, you know, get on fantastically. Ram- Ramsey Street, yeah? No. Oh, uh, right, okay. Uh, but, yeah, no, we get on great. And um, at, at one stage, it was brilliant. I had a cardiac physician surgeon next door and a mm. GP the other side. And the GP actually used to come in and, and, and treat us, you know, it was really easy. I was bringing up and saying, Mate, my kids are sick. He's coming next door. Brilliant. Decent. Doctor asking for the doctor's help. Yeah, right? I know. They, <laughs> did, they didn't respect your qualifications from <laughs> 20 years as a doctor. Yeah. Right. Alan's um, round again. Yeah, <laughs> again. Yeah, dad, yeah. Dad, dad, stop medicating me. Yeah. Got, another, got another naturalist party he's contending. <laughs> There's not a camera in sight, I'm afraid. Apparently he's practising for... <laughs> it's rehearsals, it's rehearsals. <laughs> um, yep, yeah, those are our big questions. You handled them very, very well, well thank to you. be fair. Thank you. Uh, and thank you very much for coming on our show as well. Is there any um, little... This is the plug moment where you yeah. plug anything that you want to plug? Oh, surely. Well, I just want everyone to remember, January 4, Neighbours syncs up between Australia nice. and, and, the, and the UK. I'd love it if everyone exploded on Twitter about that. And on a personal note, uh, it's Christmas time and I, ha- I have got a Christmas single. Everyone should have a Christmas single and right. they, should, they should have mine if you want a happy Christmas. Oh, oh. Go shoot along to my website, alanfletcher.net, and have a little listen, listen to it. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. What's, what's the single called? If you want a happy Christmas. If you want oh, a happy right. Christmas. Oh, 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 I like it. I like it's, it. It's lovely and cheesy. You like it. Nice, nice. Is, is, there, is there any space for uh, Johnny and I now to, you know, go on the little remix? Guest vocals. <laughs> Guess we can do that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm up for it. We haven't, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll sort that out, definitely. <laughs> our people will talk to your people. Definitely. <laughs> if you want a happy Christmas, we'll make that happen. <laughs> definitely. It's not going to be merry of that. <laughs> we'll, we'll all go to Toadies. <laughs> yeah, Toadies. Are you are you on Twitter as well? Yes, I am at Doctor KK D O C T O R K K. So get fo- so get following people. There we go. Yeah. there you go. You're listening to the best of Fubar Radio. 
Uh, it's Joey Page on Football Radio. Cy Thomas across Hello, the desk from me in his resplendent stag jumper. You've got your noodles, mate. Got me noodles. It's noodle time. It's noodle time. Uh, it's noodle time. Yeah. Uh, Simon, we've had an email in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from Rosie. Oh, yeah, Rosie. Guys. Guys. Uh, so, so, so banter today, but nice music. Wow, that's what you said. Yeah. Uh, I want to know what you So, got. so banter. Well, you know, because that's what I say every week, isn't it? Yeah, we're allowed to slack ourselves off, but I want Rosie j- jumping on it. Suck ourselves off? What? Slack, what? slack. Rosie. Slack ourselves off. Um, she's asked, mm-hmm. gentlemen, what are you guys doing for Christmas? Oh, you're back in the good books, Rosie. That's great. Um, I've got, I'm having a London Christmas, aren't I? My parents come to Streatham. Is that going to be stressful for you? Yeah, really stressful. Because also, because my parents retired, I thought they'd be coming up for like four days max. Come yeah. up for a week, mate. A week? And you've seen my flat. It's a small flat. There's only three rooms in my flat. What day are they getting up? They're getting up the day before Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve Eve. Christmas Eve Eve. And then they're yeah, going back like the Monday after or something. So you're not going to be about for a good old Christmas smash in the well, middle? Well, I said to them, let's just, I'll probably might go out or whatever. They can just chill out at home watching movies. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing, boy. I'm yeah. I'm so you're, I'm you're, are you right cooking? Till, I'm Santa right up till Christmas Eve, so my brother's covering all that. I don't get home until nearly midnight on Christmas Eve, nearly Christmas Day. So are you going to be Santa from Saturday all the way through? Nah. No, I'm doing two days this weekend and then two days before Christmas. I'm not done. So what do you say to him then? Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Oh, how lovely to see you. Come and sit here next to Santa. Now, have you, first of all, I always have to ask this, don't worry. Have you been good boys and girls this year? Of course you have, of course you have. And are you excited about Father Christmas coming to visit? Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure I will. Okay, well, look, it's lovely to see you. Have a wonderful Christmas. And don't forget to get to bed nice and early on Christmas Eve. Otherwise, I might not come, okay? Of course I will. Okay, lovely to see you. Goodbye, goodbye. That's it. Um, what's the weirdest thing a kid's asked you for as a present? Uh, the thing is, well, I don't know, because I don't have kids, I don't know what everyone... There's like always like a craze, isn't there? I'm like, I'm yeah, but is it, what, what weird things have you had that like it just clearly isn't a present? Oh, I had one. It was really awful. It was like, it was like bring mummy back or something. Did you just go, all right. I was like, oh, oh well, I, I'm sure, I'm sure mummy is, is always with you. <laughs> okay, off you go. Have a nice Christmas. Here's some sweets. Um, you get the, the funniest reaction there, mates. The, the ones that it's like they're they're very young and mm. their parents think, oh, I'm going to take to see Santa. And they put them next to you and they start screaming. Mate, it's like next a bit. I'm like, oh, it's, sometimes it happens. Next week. It's okay. When you, when you do the Cy Cooper Clark at the yeah. end of the show, yeah. will you do it as Father Christmas next oh, week? That, that would be a real honour. Really great. Love, how uh, wonderful. Cy, I tell you what is a real honour. What? We've got him. We found him. You found we him. We tracked him down. Lovely. In his little Somerset hideout. Uh, it's a real honour to welcome this man onto the show at this time. It's the wonderful Danny Goffey. Hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, very well, thank you. Thank you ever so much for coming on the show. Um, I am a real fan of your solo project. So it's really lovely to have you on. Uh, how are you keeping today? I'm all right, yeah, yeah. Apologies for earlier. I, I, my phone went down the side. You know when it gets in between the... The seat in the car. And uh, I lost it for about three hours, and then and I you don't know where it is. Yeah, and, and, and then I put my hand right in between the two bits of the seat, and 
luckily that's where it was. I didn't find anything too weird, so it was okay. Right, I did that once, um, and basically I thought it was in another comedian's car, so I drove all the way to their house to see if it was there. Then I thought maybe it would have been where I'd been playing football the day before, and it wasn't there. So for about three days I've gone on a wild goose chase, and it was in exactly that place down the side between the seat and the door of the car. Nightmare. Ah. So at least you didn't so have you to... you need to get the old... Uh, so you can get them trapped now, can't you, on the computer? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even... My mate was... Well, my mate was telling me about this today, and he said that um, he lost... He, he, I think he left his phone on top of the car when he was putting some stuff in. Went off. And, and then off. Um, lost it, and then he realised what he'd done, so he looked on the tracker, and it was on the A36 somewhere, bleeping. So he um, went at night with a flashlight, and then he found it. On no the road, way. it had been run over about 45 times, you know, totally flattened, but still still with a little bleeping. It's still giving out a signal, and that's incredible. It's a really uh, boring story, though, isn't it? Uh, no, it's good, though, and I'm sure that's exactly the kind of thing that uh, your PR people will be rubbing their hands at that we've got you on to talk about. Um, but, yeah. so, uh, the album has been out since October, um, I've got it, I really like it, um, and, and I'm really, because I think a lot of people don't realise how much uh, Supergrass stuff you actually wrote. So, uh, obviously, it's, it, it's come as a bit of a surprise, certainly to me, because it's like, oh, this is actually really incredible. But obviously, it's no surprise, because mm. you've been doing it all along, secretly, quietly at the back. Um, but how has it, how's it yeah. been uh, being on your own, as opposed to being in the band? Oh, it's been great. It's been, well, it's good actually recording and writing and stuff not having you know we, we used to pair off and stuff like that well, that's actually, an interesting idea us, so we used to leave someone out yeah but um yeah and a lot of that so we we just naturally we split everything three ways writing wise we didn't want to get into all that stuff we're squabbling about percentages and things yeah, like yeah. That. so we didn't worry about that so um yeah but you know i had a i had a hand on you know, a lot, maybe maybe quite a lot of the first album. I'd say at least half of the songs I wrote on the first album, um, and then sort of onwards until I sort of lost interest towards the last few albums. Sure, but um, yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's um, it's fun because it's it's in the studio. It's just kind of me and a guy called Simon Burt who produced it, and um, he's a bit mental as well. Yeah. So we um, had uh, quite a good laugh and just, you know, we'd sit around until we'd find the right thing to play or the right words came and stuff like that. And there was no one really to get in the way. So it's just kind of straight out of my head, really, which is where it should be, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. And and I really love, and this is obviously like some of the stuff definitely you can you can see from the first Supergrass album and like it's been recaptured here is the sort of little idiosyncrasies of like everyday life the way that you capture that I think is really wonderful and it's not something that people do a whole lot anymore and I think it's really missing from the current music scene so I think that's a really great thing about about this record and uh, have you had fun playing it live? Um, yeah I've um, I've got actually I've got a couple of gigs I've got one on Saturday and one on Monday this week yeah Camden Barfly Monday and Monday. Uh, St Albans uh, somewhere in St Albans God knows where on a Saturday night um, mm. but yeah I've got a great band together that it took me a while to sort of work out what I was doing so I, I did this album on my own without bands so yeah. um, I didn't really think about that and 
it was only when the album was finished and someone wanted to put it out, I had to work out what to do about playing it live. Yeah. So I had a couple of old mates. I had Drew McConnell, who plays with Baby Shambles. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, and uh, Helsinki as well. Is that his band? Yeah, yeah, yeah great band. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just some old mates of mine, and I've got this guy, Marley Mackey, who's uh, Steve Mackey's son, who's in Pulp. Yeah. I, um, I met he, him last uh, last Tuesday as it goes at a party, and I was chatting to him hey, about Marley. the fact I joined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, excellent. We were at a little um, at Fran Cutler's Christmas party, and I uh, drunkenly was like talking to him. I can't remember what about, but then he said, "Oh, yeah, tell him that tell him that you spoke to me when you speak to him next week." But <laughs> well, he's quite funny, mate. He's very dry, isn't he? Yeah, he's people. a nice he's a nice guy. But, yeah. Um, and he said he was just really excited to be. Um, to be, you know, obviously working with you and and you know doing the gigs and all the rest of it. So, yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to try yeah, and pop down on Monday great. as it goes to that gig, or is it sold Brilliant. out? What do you want? Plus one? Uh, yes, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but yeah, if not, then I'll, I'll buy a ticket. But yeah, if you can uh, squeeze me, I don't I'd love think to. it's sold out. But yeah, yeah, yeah you know, um, yeah, yeah. Speak to uh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. I'll get, I'll, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get my people to badger your people. Yeah. I think well, or my person. Your person. I'll get my <laughs> person. So imagine yet. your person. <laughs> Let's get our persons together. Yeah, that's it. Um, and uh, I've been asking everybody this this week, so we're getting so bloody close to it. Uh, any big plans for Christmas? Do you know I've got massive plans for Christmas? Yeah. I'm going to. It's a really weird one. I'm actually going away with my family to Miami. We're going to stay with some um, friends. Oh, and, great. Uh, it's like the first time I've been away over Christmas, really, mm. instead of doing the, the home thing. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Going to get my head done in in Miami and how sort of capitalist and weird it is. Nice. And just Which get a nice tan. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I reckon I so. It's hot enough, down, it? Like going to have a look down uh, K West. There's this really old place that called Witchy, Witchy Club, uh, Mermaid Centre, that's... Um, where we did a, a Supergrass video about 15 years ago. Um, and it's still going on. It's in Orlando, so I might hire a car and drive up and go and visit the so, mermaids again. So what is it? It's like like a mermaid museum? No, it's it's a, it's a theme park for mermaids. So you, wow. So basically, it's like it, it's from the sort of 50s, 60s. Oh, amazing. And they're still doing it now. And the, the old mermaids run it, and then it's like their daughters are now the mermaids. Oh. And so, you go, and there's a big, big screen, and you go, like, sort of SeaWorld or something, you go underneath and watch the mermaids do their little fairy tale stories. That's mental. I just went to, uh, I just come back from New York and I went to Coney Island and there was like this bar, but it had like a freak show in it. It sounds a bit similar to that, just like mental, yeah. weird, old things. It shouldn't really still be going on, but that exactly. sounds incredible. They're um, perfect start thing to go and have a look at, weird and freaky. Yeah, oh, nice one. Uh, and uh, Danny, finally, just to let people know, what are your plans for next year? Will you be uh, gracing us for your presence at any festivals, things like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to try and get as much as I possibly can. Yeah, good luck. I'm going to just, uh, yeah, many festivals, and I've already got a few penciled in, so hopefully get on onwards with that, yeah. Yeah, nice one. All right, well, hopefully I will uh, I'll see you uh, Monday down at the bar flight. Also, he's doing St Albans or Summit somewhere next week, but uh, <laughs> Twitter, Danny? Twitter? Yeah, you've got a Twitter? Um, yes. I think yeah, I think yeah. I have. Well, I've got an Instagram. 
but you got an Inca- Instagram? Yeah, my tw- yeah, I have got a Twitter. It's Van Goffey. Van Goffey. Yeah, so if you want to find out about the St Albans one, uh, that's on there. And uh, Barfly next week on Monday. And if you haven't got the record, uh, I genuinely think it's a, a really lovely record. I really like it. It's a lot of fun. So go and get that. Nice uh, and if you uh, don't agree with my taste in music, then listen to Danny, who himself will too. It's brilliant. So you don't have to trust me. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, well, hopefully I'll see you next Monday. And uh, Oh, so we're going to play one of your songs. Uh, Trials yeah. of a Modern Man or Sucker, what do you want? Because um, I like them both, so you can pick. I'll maybe try Sucker, because I've heard Trials of a Modern Man quite a few times. Yeah, yeah we've so been playing it a lot. Yeah, we'll have Sucker. All right. Uh, well, thank it's you so much for coming to, on. trying to get off with the girls far too intelligent for you. For you. Mm, sounds That's like, what it's about. Sounds like most of my weekends. Uh, yeah. Good. All right. Well, uh, we'll play that now. Thanks for coming on, and uh, hopefully I'll see you Monday. Nice one. Cheers, Thanks, man. Jay. Thanks.